All right, we are live. Episode numero cuatro, full dog. We're still yeah, going. We're like, what do we have? Like eighteen left until the end of the season? Pretty much, yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, what is it in total now? Uh, 22, 23 episode uh, weeks. Twenty three weeks. Super, yeah, including Super Bowl. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Um, well, first things first, how has your last 48 hours been? <laughs> Haven't slept? Yeah. Dude, I, I don't think I don't think I've slept since Thursday with the bet with the betting and stuff. <laughs> uh for anyone that uh, doesn't follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, wherever, uh the full dog has been putting in the work uh at this new casa that we picked up in Costa Rica. And I guess they were installing the kitchen, right, in the last two days? Yep, kitchen finally in, and that was the last thing. We're done. Now I just got to do 700 hours of landscaping, and it'll look good. <laughs> Dude, the kitchen looks beautiful. Props, oh, that guy, props that, guy did, that guy did a solid job. Yeah, props to you, and I'm sure Jazz had a lot of input as well. But uh, the picture updates that you were sending me um, and that I was sharing online, we got a lot of really positive reactions and uh yeah so kudos to both of you for for putting that all together it looks really nice it's a lot easier than it looks yeah. honestly <laughs> wasn't that bad yeah i'm, I'm surprised because this was our first time dealing with something like this right yeah first like, first time i've ever done a remodel of anything yeah yeah no so idea what i'm doing what's um what's what's next for the house what do you have in your mind what's next pool pool Nice. Add an add another two bedroom little apartment in the back for guests. Yeah. So just to to keep everyone informed, um, I guess the plan is to eventually turn this into a churning uh, Airbnb. Yeah. Nice five bedroom Airbnb down here will go great. There you go. Right. And how far are you from the beach? Um, from Hako, about fifteen minutes, but from a Playa Mantis and stuff like that. It's only a five-minute drive. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. We did uh, go check out Playa Mantis when uh, I was down in CR with you guys. Uh, and and that beach is really cool because it's, like, totally remote, right? It's like you have the yeah, whole place to yourself. It's quiet for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, let's uh, let's jump into things here. Now, the full dog is not a big fan of my crypto rundowns. Uh, <laughs> that's because... We are not crypto experts. We uh, by any means. No, not even close. Um, it's a lot of spraying and praying, <laughs> and uh, but you know what? It's part of us, and this whole journey is um, an expose of who we are and what we do. So it, it's got to be, it's got to be involved in some shape or form. But you'll be happy to know, full dog, that uh, there's no updates this week. Uh, anyone who is there a, you go. <laughs> anyone who is a crypto enthusiast knows that uh, it's been a little turbulent the last few days especially the last week so yeah everything is shit <laughs> everything is down the only positive is everything is still earning so there's been no complications no weird um, malfunctions or any sort heaven forbid no hacks uh, so everything's still going solid in terms of everything just um, yeah the price of everything has been pretty disgusting. So we will check back on crypto next week. <laughs> Moving along. Um, so one of our uh, buddies down in Montreal has been working on a local guy for us. 
And oh yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. I didn't, I didn't tell you about this all week. I've been keeping it secret until we pressed record. Um, but the guy you surprises. <laughs> the guy um, started listening to us. I don't know if it was either on Instagram. Oh, so, so we're never getting an account. Yeah. He actually backed <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so my news is that yes, there was someone working on an account for us. And the guy either started listening to the podcast or went to the website or Instagram, wherever, and he decided to politely pass on the action. <laughs> uh, don't, don't, don't blame him. Yeah. So, hey, at least we're straight up. Um, it, it's going to be a battle if you're taking us on as, as clients. But uh, who doesn't like a good challenge, you, right? Hey, you could get us. Some people have gotten us. There's bookies out there that have beaten the hell out of us. But odds are probably not. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Um, so for that specific reason is why I recently put my uh, LinkedIn on private. Uh, because oh, yeah I, should, yeah, I should probably do that, huh? Yeah, you should probably do it as well. Because uh, actually it was more that Bet Regal situation where they're like, all right, well, you're limited to 50 bucks and you know why. It's it's basically, <laughs> you know, it's, it's pretty obvious uh, what's going on here and... I'm sure this isn't the first sports book to you know to tell you to. Uh, I'm move sure on. both our names are both sure both our names are on some blacklist that gets passed <laughs> around from bookie to bookie. Yeah, so I am now private on LinkedIn for the foreseeable future, at least until we stop um, all these new these new places that we uh, we put on our we're, testi- we're testing testing list. Yeah, exactly. So until we get through those, I am private on LinkedIn. Um, the last thing to go over um, on our day-to-day update is um, that Montreal Wrestling Show, MEW Wrestling. That's a go, my friend. <laughs> I booked, oh, yeah. I booked my train ticket. <laughs> I, I booked a hotel. It's going to be a quick in and out on Friday night. Um, shout out to the MEW Wrestling crew. Um, they had a little bit of an issue with our logo being on the center of the mat, which is amazing first of all <laughs> i got my whole I family can't, i can't i can't believe that you better get me some good pictures of that. Yeah. i got my whole family coming like oh, to the God. point my grandmother even messaged me and said uh, oh, hey is boy. there any extra tickets lying around so um yeah it should be a really good time on friday night and yes i will definitely be taking a lot of pictures videos everything will update instagram facebook and everything else that we're on uh you think you could event. get george you think you could get george to dress like a wrestler uh, dude, that's a surprise for next week. Uh, <laughs> um, there's, uh, I'm actually looking to getting masks made. <laughs> oh, okay, there we go. Uh, anyways, we'll get into that when I actually have. I don't like talking before things are actually done. So, uh, yes, uh, I think uh, my dad is super on board with this stuff. So he would do- definitely get dressed Perfect. up like a wrestler. Um, also, um, we got that data refund from those uh from that data company so just Perfect. just to, to give everyone an idea we're building a database we're in the midst of building a database with um would we start with college basketball yeah we're yeah starting college with college basketball. basketball so the data provider that we originally found didn't have the data that we needed we only found it out a month or two into building this database um and the guy was uh, dicking me around a little bit i don't know you were on the the email thread threads right full dog yeah, he's just slow playing to see if he logged into the account and tried to use it. Yeah, well, I, I don't know what he was trying to do, but um, 
see the full dog full dog has bite to him right he doesn't mind confrontation he likes to go after people pisky's a little different pisky's you know the nice guy that wants to be make everyone happy so i was being very polite with him and like oh, okay you know but then you know well, that's you why you take care of that stuff because <laughs> yeah because yeah, otherwise you'd bite things wouldn't go very off. smooth yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know, a week went by, two weeks went by. This guy kept giving me excuse after excuse after excuse. A month went by, and then finally I, I just lashed out and told him, listen, dude, are we going to have to get the authorities involved here? What's going on? And then he, he processed the withdrawal, or sorry, the refund uh, within, what, 15 minutes of that email? Perfect. <laughs> yeah, so, and then, yeah, the full dog obviously texts me. He's like, see, that's how you get shit done. So, anyway, so we got the refund from that. So we are all good. All right. So that that um, gets us through my section of the blabbing. Now we move on to you, my friend. Um, this episode uh, the, is the, the AMA that I didn't sign up for. Let's do this. <laughs> hey, I got to make things happen, and uh, I know this one's going to be an interesting one. And uh, just you know, with your experience and everything in the sports betting industry, I, I'm even excited for the next. Uh, 25, 30 minutes, whatever we're going to do this for, because there's a lot of questions here that I do not know the answers to. So I'm excited to learn, and I'm excited to uh, for you to teach me and everyone listening uh, on, you know, how you do things in this this crazy, unique industry that we operate in. So first things first, um, I put a, out an Instagram post earlier this week, a uh, little heavy-hearted one about um, comedian Norm Macdonald that passed away recently unfortunately um we had a great story about him because the full dog played poker with norm mcdonald down in the bahamas uh when we were there what three years ago i think i think it was 2018 2019 one of the two i don't know yeah all the, all the years seem the same these 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 days um so yeah let's let's start with that um what was it like playing poker with norm mcdonald well he is what you'd think he'd be a comedian tells jokes <laughs> at the table the thing was he was chatting a lot with uh, the three guys that were in the picture with him they were also comedians down there right right and norm and those guys were down there to do um the poker stars comedy show yeah. basically a free show that everyone that showed up that played got to go see mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I, yeah you remember we went to it yeah, yeah, no, the, the show was great. Uh, the whole experience was, was phenomenal. We went down to the Atlantis in the Bahamas. Um, a lot of things were, were comped for us being, well, comped. You had to play the tournaments, right? <laughs> if you didn't win, nothing was comped because it cost you to play in those ter- tournaments. But, uh, yeah, re- really cool. The parties, the refreshments, the uh, the games. Um, but so so yeah, was he telling like jokes the whole time at the table or like? Oh yeah, they were going back and forth joking around. Really? Did he? I, did they the have whole reason. Speeches? Yeah, well, I was laughing sitting there. I was actually chatting with the guy beside me because he was a poker pro from Vegas, and okay. it was right around the time when we had just finished up our stint where I was living out there. So yeah, yeah, I was just chatting with him about things in Vegas. Nice. And, and listening to those guys tell jokes on the other side of the table. That's that's hilarious. And I sa- I sat down because Norm was wearing a Habs hat, and I figured, well, I got to sit and talk to this guy from yeah. being from Montreal. I'm like, I'm a diehard fan. He obviously is too. Did you uh, did you know it was him right away? Oh yeah, obviously yeah. it's Norm okay. McDonald. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, no, I, I made mention of that in the Instagram post that uh, Norm was, was rocking his, his Habs hat, which is amazing. He's a big Habs fan, apparently. Um, and yeah, his, his comedy show was great. I remember like laughing hysterically during the show. But, you know, uh, apparently he was sick with cancer. Which obviously the, yeah apparently yeah yeah didn't, had no idea and he did he did look a little disheveled though in in the Bahamas I found like a, a little skinnier I than, I, I found I when he was doing when he was doing the comedy show I thought he was drunk but then you pointed <laughs> out that he was just drinking Red Bulls yeah well that's what he that's what he kept uh, ordering so there was a little guy that that kept bringing out these Red Bulls and he kept crushing these Red Bulls but who knows so, you know maybe they were half and half vodka Red Bulls uh, uh, very well could very yeah. well could have been but he, I I remember him going on a rant saying yeah I'm not drinking anymore for a specific reason and maybe it was sickness related i don't know but uh he was definitely he was definitely hilarious that night as were the other comedians and it was just cool being amongst you know those like really popular solid poker player like i i remember walking by negranu a few times and um didn't you mention that helmuth was there as well helmuth was there everyone was there anyone that plays big high stakes poker was at that play, at the yeah. pca yeah, so it was uh, it, it was a it was a real experience, amazing experience. Uh, yeah, one one thing I want to mention on Norm is he's a big gambler, right? Or he was a big gambler. Yeah. Um, he, if you want a good listen, uh, listen to Howard Stern's interview with him. He goes on there and tells everybody about the he went from riches to broke three times in his life, and it was because of gambling. Come on, are you serious? I didn't know yeah. about that. Oh yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, that's that's a good listen for anyone that wants more info on, on Norm Macdonald. And again, yeah, he does a whole Howard Stern interview on his gambling. Wow. 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 And I guess we have proof that he he does definitely gamble. What he was the, what was the buy in for that for that tourney that you played with him? It was uh, dime sit and go thousand dollars. Thousand bucks. Okay. So how does sit and goes work? I don't even know that. Hey, it was just nine. As soon as you get to nine people, the tournament starts. So they came out, they put out a sign-up list, and everybody yeah. signed. As soon as they got the nine guys on the sign-up list, well, oh, one starts. Okay, okay. And I, I saw him signing up, so I'm like, well, I gotta go play this, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I remember how excited you were, and uh, the text that you sent me, and um, the picture that you sent me that uh, that I shared with everyone on Instagram. Um, that's classic. That's going to stay in the Banfield archives uh, forever because that's uh, that's that's a memory that uh, we definitely want to uh, keep around. Um, last thing about the Bahamas, I remember we had an amazing meal there. Uh, it was uh, the Italian restaurant in the Atlantis called Casa D'Angelo. Um, I know we talked pre-recording about this, and you didn't really remember it, but I, I remember taking the first few bites. I don't of because dishes. I'm I don't because I'm pretty sure the day we did that. That one was the day that I actually went out drinking with you. Oh, <laughs> could have been, could have been, and uh, I, I just remember the the food, like us both looking at each other and going, "Holy shit! I think this might be the best pasta I've ever had in my life." <laughs> but obviously, with everything at the Bahamas Atlantis, you definitely pay for that experience. Oh yeah, um, it, was, it was expensive that resort, dude. I I remember looking at our charges and stuff like that. Like a lot of it was 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 comp. We were there with a guest. Uh, or we were guests of honor, whatever. Um, but I remember looking at our bill, and Christ, I, I think there was charges just for turning on the TV in your room. Like, oh yeah, that, that's how that's how bad it was. It was it was it, there were some that just said fee. 
it didn't yeah. explain it. It was just feet. <laughs> daily feet. Okay, daily, daily feet, feet, whatever. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, while you were playing poker with, you know, celebrities, I was uh, walking around going pool hopping and, and having drinks, and that ended up pretty, pretty quick, so... <laughs> Anyways, good times, good times, and great memories in the in the Bahamas with Norm. Okay, let's uh, let's move on here. Um, I know in one of our earlier episodes, uh, maybe the first one, uh, we started talking about you and how you got involved. Your your first ever bets, which was those blackjacks blackjack scratch tickets. Um, yeah, in Quebec. when I was like seven years old. Yeah, and you were a pattern hawk, and is it? Being a pattern hawk, isn't that something that we always talk about? That you and I, we we notice things like if they happen two, three times, we seem to pick up on them, and it's just like, okay, yeah, that, that's how I've done everything. Always, it's just paying attention to the patterns. Yeah, even just in the sim- simply in line movement, which books move first. There's all sorts of things you can pay attention to. Yeah, so if if you're good at picking up patterns, chances are you know you can be a pretty decent sports better. I'm not gonna say the best, but yeah, if you can just notice things, notice reoccurrences. Um, oh, there used to be, if you wanted, depending on which handicappers' picks you were looking for, you had a time of day that you knew they released their picks. Okay. And then you could simply just sit there and watch Don Best and look for the line moves at that time of day, and now you have that handicapper's entire list. There you go. Okay, so now for all our, um, obviously, non-professional sports bettors that are listening, uh, what is Don Best? Don Best is just a program that lists the odds that each individual sportsbook has on each game. Yeah. So you can add every sportsbook on there and scroll through the list and hunt for the best line. Exactly. It's a tool that any professional gambler needs to have. Without it, you'd never get down because you'd be going site to site all day and it would take you forever. Right. Gambling professional or um, sportsbook. Right. Every yeah, sp- or a sportsbook. Every, every sportsbook uses it to keep an eye on what their competition's using. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's 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 a program that just keeps track of everyone, every game, and every line that's out there. And uh, just yeah, it's efficient, right? Like, could you imagine the days before Don Best? Like, how much opportunity oh. would be out there? Oh, I can't even imagine. <laughs> oh my like, God. Too much. It would be it would be silly. And a lot of the, the movies that come out, you know, of like gambling in the olden days and stuff where people are on telephones calling New York, calling yeah. Philadelphia, you know what I mean? And everyone's using dinner. No one knows. That, that was that doing. that was before my day. Yeah, of course. Both of yeah, both of our days. Um but man, oh man, that that would be something. But yes, okay, so that's what Don Best is. So um we we know that you uh, used to work as a as a headline mover at uh, a sportsbook offshore, BetUS. What yep. age? Let everyone know what age did you start taking bets at? I started BetUS. there. I started there to, as a clerk at sixteen years old. Sixteen years old. And I was still I was still in high school. Yes. I actually I actually remember one story. Um, uh, some people had her. Miss Manette, she was walking by me when uh, we were in class, and she saw my paycheck on the table, and she looked down, and she went, you make more than I do. And then she <laughs> went and sat, sat at her desk kind of depressed for the rest of the class. <laughs> As a 16-year-old? This, this, As this a 16-year-old. You never told me this story. I never knew this happened. <laughs> Miss Manette, well, she was an English teacher, I think, right? Yeah, there, well, there was two. It was the English okay. one. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll that, never forget that. That is something. That is something. But just the fact that you were, I guess, 
I, I guess I can't uh, really say legally dude, I was allowed. Still in high school. Yeah, you were still in high school, booking bets. I was going. Uh, to, I was going to school during the day and then working at night. That that is incredible, and yeah. So your job once you first got to BetUS was the same as mine when I first got there. We were answering calls, taking bets from clerks, bottom of the rung. Yeah, clerks taking bets from uh, customers that would call in from predominantly the United States. And, um, yeah, our job was to put the bets that the clients wanted to make into the, the system. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Bulldog was 16 when he was doing that. Okay, so as you moved up the ladder at BetUS, um, you started moving lines, right? Uh, yeah, I went from clerk to supervisor to prop guy to line mover to live guy like i've done it all there right so let's let's talk about those props a little i forgot about that um what what was your, what was your job like how did the prop situation because i know you were in charge of it you and kyle did uh did uh, did the props yeah well but... they didn't ha they didn't have props when when we started working there so okay there was a point that came that they wanted to start offering them and we were the first two guys to do props at that company okay nice and and you what you would just upload them game by game like how, game by game it yeah it took all day it was an <laughs> insane amount of typing that's that's hilarious i i remember that you guys would sit uh on sit the there and be super the quiet for, for yeah, 10 straight hours the back and just like hammering like creating props creating props creating props that the only th a... the only thing it did was it improved it improved my uh my typing skills yeah, and uh, I remember you guys used to find errors in props and then report them to the Greek. Yeah, and remember we used to, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> we, we, we used to call the Greek because you couldn't play them because they would just delete it. So we used to call the Greek every time we found an error. Yeah, and they would and they would give us ten bucks. Yeah, and, and put it in your account, your betting account. Yeah, they'd put it in your betting account. And we'd use the ten bucks on a parlay every now and then. You'd hit one for a, a long shot parlay for three, four hundred bucks, and you take your profit. Yeah, and back then that is so huge. Oh and, well, th think about it on their end. They're paying people ten dollars to report mistakes to them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that it's a is joke. Absolutely huge. And uh, just for anyone that is not in the know, the Greek is a sports book, or it was a was. sports book. Yeah, that was that was one of our uh, our favorite ones, really. Yeah, I uh, love the Greek. We had yeah, we had great rapport with with some of the. Uh, I don't know if they were owners or managers there. I remember I used to have good conversations with him on the phone, and he was he was intrigued by by us. Like I didn't identify as Banfield. I very rarely do. Um, but back then, he knew that you know we were not dummies. And he, he would often quiz me on like, okay, what are you looking at? What are you seeing? He's like, I'm, I'm mesmerized by people that can uh, win at this game. So yeah, yeah it, it, it was it was really cool. The Greek was, was an awesome spot. Okay, so again, we're, we're talking to people that um, obviously don't have the kind of sports book, sports betting experience that we have. So we, we gotta get into the nitty gritty. So when you're working at a sports book, uh, specifically you, BetUS, how many hours are you putting in a week? Well, as a clerk, it was, what, like 50? But okay. that once I got up to doing lines and stuff, I don't even know. I was putting in 60 at, time, at times. It's, it's uh, a, lot of, a lot of hours in football season. Wow, Six, 60 hours a week. So yeah. four, four, 14 hours Saturdays and Sundays. 
that that's that's exactly you know I uh, I tell people that you know a lot of people still don't really understand what I do and what we do <laughs> but eventually hopefully this project teaches them but um, yeah I, I've told people that I you know technically haven't had weekends off since 2003 <laughs> yeah. I've, ne- I've never had weekends off right um, because I don't even know I don't even, since like, since I was 15 years old I don't even, I don't know what weekends off is right yeah because all the games are going on right so we got to be in front of the screens or we got to be doing the things that we do um, whether it's for a sports book or betting uh, and everything or majority of the games take place on the weekends so weekends is definitely go time so wh- what were your days off at bet us no, it would always be like a Tuesday or Wednesday or something. It was one day a week. So here's something that's pretty funny. My dad, I used to like, I don't know, not. It used to be weird. He, he his his days off were always Tuesdays and Wednesdays, and I used to think that was so weird because he would never be able to come to hockey games and stuff like that because he was working in the restaurant, right? Yeah. So I'm like, fuck, that's so weird. Uh, Tuesdays and Wednesdays off, but here we are. <laughs> I'm an adult now, and what are our quiet days? Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Right. So uh, yeah, it's it's weird how how that works off. So or works out. Sorry. Um, okay. So moving along, you're you're doing sixty hour weeks. You're working at BetUS. You're moving lines. Um, Pisky decides to leave. The sports betting, the sports book, BetUS. Uh, I was my my goal was to work for um, a hockey team or just a sports team in general as a statistician. Uh, you know, obviously I'm crazy about numbers and probability and that stuff. Uh, so I left BetUS in 2006. You decided to stay, ride out the storm, um, and then you guys moved to Costa Rica. The company moved to Costa Rica, right? Yeah, I was actually on the cusp of leaving. I had gotten accepted into film school in Toronto, and then oh, they offered they, they they offered to bring me down to Costa Rica, and I ended up throwing that out and coming down here. <laughs> wow! I oh my goodness, I forgot about that. Yeah, you were about to go down the same route as Clementics, where you were yep. going to get involved with film. I was I was going to go into the business side of it. Yeah. Wow. And then so so how did that deci- how did they approach you with that decision? Um, full, full dog we, we're moving to Costa Rica we want you to come with us how did that yeah, work out pretty much and then they, they told me come down and try it and I had emailed the school to see what they had to say and they were like you're welcome to come whenever you want go try the experience it's a once in a lifetime thing and yeah well I never went back so <laughs> left the school hanging wow um, <laughs> why for the better yeah, for the better yeah. <laughs> it's crazy how things uh, work out like that and man oh man that, that one betting place like BetUS like that one job, how it's shaped all our futures, is absolutely incredible. No, all my, all it, our friends that I have down here in Costa Rica all work there at one it, point. It doesn't make sense. And, and one of our buddies... Um, I think remember, half, half our friends worked there at one point in Canada, too. <laughs> yeah. One of, one of our buddies... You remember Church that moved down to Phoenix? Yep. Showed out to, showed out to Church because I know he's listening and he complimented us. So thank you for that, Monsieur. Um, he, he, he actually reached out and said that, said, man, oh man, how different would my life be and how involved would I be in sports betting if I didn't move down to Phoenix, if I would have stayed in, in Chattagee with you guys? And I'm like, oh, dude, we all work there. Like, absolutely would be involved with it, right? Everybody worked there at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was interesting going back and forth with him about that. Okay, so you moved to Costa Rica 2007-ish. Um, what yeah, was been like? Down, been down here for about fourteen and a half years now. That's 
that's incredible. Jealous. <laughs> um, so what was life in Costa Rica when you first got down there? The first three years, it was yep. nonstop partying. <laughs> the, the dollar went very far down here. Right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So tell tell everyone what that was all about. Oh, we get we got down here. You go to a bar down here, and beers used to be a dollar, dollar fifty all the time. That's it was that's it was insane. I uh, I remember coming to visit you. Um, to it must have been again early, or I guess late twenty two oh eight two oh nine something like that. And uh, you took me out. You said, Pisk, tonight we're, we're going out. We're, we're doing a little ball, bar crawl or something. And, dude, it, it kind of seemed like you ran San Jose, Costa Rica, <laughs> honestly. Uh, we, I, par- I, I partied really hard. Every, I, every, every bartender loved me. <laughs> I, I remember um, there's, a, there's a scene from Goodfellas when um, one of the lead characters walks into a bar unannounced and they grab a table from nowhere throw it down they put a, a, a tablecloth over it and boom right front stage dude they did that when you took me out in costa rica do you remember that yeah i do <laughs> they're like oh my god the grand jefe is here um, and, then, and then they brought my bottles out from yes, behind the bar yes and i'm like what the fuck is this and i remember like giving you a nudge uh, it was with villa you guys both yeah. took me out and i'm like dude what the fuck is this I said they give us half drinking bottles, and you're like, "Oh yeah, no, that's that's from uh, last week when we were here." <laughs> they keep yeah. my bottles behind the the bar. Unbelievable, unbelievable. So yeah, I, I remember that, and they literally pulled. They were full. They were at capacity, and they literally <laughs> pulled a table out of the back, uh, threw dude, a tablecloth on it, good good fella style, for the full dog. So. That place, that place, sometimes used to embarrass me. Like, dude, I would go in there, and they'd actually kick people off a table. Like, I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm like, don't do that. I'm like, I'll be, I'll come back later. That is that is hilarious, but folks, I'm telling you this this is this is truth. This is real talk right now. This I am not exaggerating in the slightest. Wild, wild. Um, so obviously, you know things are a lot different now. You're married, married with a kid. Yeah, now I don't. Now I don't, I don't go out. I, I I can't even remember the last time I drank it was probably with you and Uvita like two <laughs> months ago, three months ago. Well, you're busy. You got it, uh, houses to build, landscaping to do, <coughs> pools Non-stop. to pools to <laughs> pools to uh, implement into, into the property and stuff. So yeah. Yeah, it's well. Things change. Obviously, we're getting a little bit older, so <laughs> yeah, couldn't couldn't keep that up. No, 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 no. Um, it, it's if, I, if I tried to, if I tried to do that now, I wouldn't make it. I don't think. Yeah, I don't know. No, the hangovers are too brutal. And, yeah, uh, I know. I'm not the only one that thinks like that. <laughs> okay, so you're you're parting your brains out in 2007 to 2010, having a great time down down in Costa Rica. Um, what was the BetUS office like down there? Well, our office, we were actually, because at first, when we first came down here, I didn't have residency or anything. I'd have to leave, I'd have to leave every three months and come back in on a tourist visa. It wasn't technically supposed to be working down here. Oh, okay. Uh, so they buried us in an office in a building in the basement, basically. So not near the other main offices. It was just a few of us that had gone down from Canada and... They stuck us in there, and that we we used to call it the bunker. Really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, for the dude, for the longest time, I don't. It took three years of working in that room before there was ever even a chick working there. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what was it? Just like basically an office with illegal immigrants? <laughs> no, they had they brought the whole line crew in, so there were some okay. picos in there, but okay. it was basically yeah, it was basically to hide us. Nice, and that was where in San Jose. 
Yeah, right in San Jose. Okay, cool. Um, was there any like other sports books like close by that had offices? Because I know Costa Rica's uh, like a haven for these places. There's sports books everywhere there. Uh, I used to have to walk by like three or four of them just to get to work. Oh yeah, like yeah. Uh, what are some of them? I know Bet Chris was uh, one because you showed Bet, me that I have some pictures. Bet Chris is right on the right on the main drag. Yeah, uh, U Wager was in the same complex as the main office. Okay. Um, there's some credit shops that used to be right on top of us in that bunker building. There's no, oh, there was there's a ton of them, ton of books everywhere. Nice. I think Bodog had an office down here until they left. Oh yeah. yeah. What about Five Dimes? I think they're down there too. Well, they're some... they're they're down here. They weren't in the same area as us. They were in on the other side of San Jose. They had their office. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. So that's uh, now that's this is this really cool um, information. You know, even a lot of this I I've never heard before. So just you know, hearing you. Oh, there was there was a there was a bar too called the uh, Max American Bar, and basically, if you went there after the last game at night. Yeah, it was the sportsbook people from every different sportsbook. It was a great place to network. Oh yeah, and what yeah. you guys used to like? Uh, I guess catch the second half of uh, catch Sunday the second half. Yeah, the Sunday yeah. exactly. Yeah. Oh, the last last baseball game. That's where everybody went after work. Okay, and it was just like basically all sportsbook people. Yeah, every there'd be twenty of us from the BetUS office. Sometimes the sales people, like we obviously, I wasn't friends with them, but yeah. they'd be there. There'd be other books there. It was just yeah, it was a big hangout for all the sports books. Oh, that's that's really cool. Do you know if that still goes on today? I think it's still open. I don't know if that still goes on as much, but okay. the bar's still there. Nice. That's that's really cool. I uh, it's you know it's it's tough enough to find people that. Um, are kind of into the same things that we are, right? Like, you know, there's not too many people out there that take sports betting as, as seriously as, as we do or, or as ingrained as we are into it, into the industry and stuff. So that, that would have been really cool to, to experience that. Nice. Um, last thing I have down here in my notes, uh, I know you guys had an office in Panama as well. Let's talk a little bit about that. Okay, yeah. The first year we came down here, mm-hmm. um, because obviously you have to deal with internet outages, you have to deal with blackouts, you have to deal with all sorts of things. Um, it was safer to have an, a small office just in another country. So what we used to do is we used to travel there in groups of two and go down for two weeks to a month and rotate. And we did that for like a year. Oh, okay. And you just, you'd spend your time down there, you'd spend your two, three weeks, you'd work in the office there just in case something happened here. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then when your time was up, you fly back. Okay, so so by blackouts you mean like power failures? Oh, power failures, internet. They were a lot more common than they are now. Back then, it would be okay. once once a week. Nice. And, and was it an office? Like I remember you telling me you had like some sort of condo suite or something in Panama. Yeah, at, at first it was an off an office where we had to go downtown. For, it was about thirty minutes from the condo where they put us in. Okay. Um, and it was all a, it was a sales office more than anything. Um, I don't think that exists anymore. I think they closed it. And then and there was a point where I just said, I'm not going to that office anymore. It's a waste of time. And I started working from the condo. Okay. And, and what was what was Panama like? I've never been there. Panama's hot. Hot. <laughs> like humid and hot. You're and, and that's coming from someone who lives year round in Costa Rica. Yeah, it's a lot uh, hotter than here. Really? Yeah. Just, uh, I remember you telling me some stories, like just you know going out to the stores or something. You'd come back and can basically wring out your shirt when you got back. I lived less than two hundred meters from a mall, mm-hmm. 
and walking from my condo to the mall, I'd be soaked by the time I got to the oh, to man. the mall. Worse than Vegas? Way worse. Because <laughs> Vegas is Vegas, dry Vegas gets hotter, but it's dry. Right. There, it's just pure humidity. Oh, I, that's tough. That's that's so tough. Man, I remember Vegas, though. I made my dad walk to uh, Top Shot Golf one time. I think I was with you. Uh, no, I think it was just the three of us. My dad, my mom, and myself. Okay. We were meeting up with you for dinner, I think. And I'm like, yeah, it's not that far, but it ended up being pretty far. And, dude... He was. I, I think he had. I think he had heat stroke. <laughs> he was so rattled by the time we got the Top Shop golf. Um, we actually didn't even play golf. He's like, "No, fuck that. I'm going back to the hotel. Call me a cab. Get me a, a cab with AC. I'm out of here." And he was so rattled. Uh, um, there were some bad ones. I remember when we got that condo that was like right around the corner from Westgate, and you wanted to walk over to Westgate, and it was like it was like a five minute walk, and it was deadly. Yeah. It's yeah. a deadly five minute walk. Was, yeah. You'd have to, like I used to leave Westgate to walk back to the condo and I'd bring two water bottles with me from the place. Yeah. That's uh <laughs> that's part of our uh summer league series that we're gonna do on here. Uh we have a lot of great stories from Vegas and when we used to go out there for summer league we saw some weaknesses in the betting markets um for NBA Summer League. When all the major bookmakers took vacation, <laughs> we'd capitalize yep. on their on their B squads. Uh, but again, that's a, that's a podcast on its own, so we will we will save that. Um, okay, uh, we're about uh, thirty minutes, thirty eight minutes in here. Well, uh, we got to get going. All right, what else you want to know? Um, I want to know. Um, okay, so when you have to get down on a game. Uh, and by getting down, I mean when you have to go out and bet a game. So we have all kinds of different sportsbook accounts everywhere, right? Yep. What? How do how do you get down on a game? Like, what is your when you see something that is vulnerable and you're like, okay, I got to bet this. What is your course of action? Okay. So basically, when I want when I have to get down on a game, it depends on how much I have to get and what it is. If I'm looking for a straight up game bet. I'm going to pull up Don Best and I'm going to look for the best line and I'm going to go play it. Mm-hmm. But when you're trying to get down on things like team totals, props, uh, live, well, then you have to get a little more creative okay. because these places aren't going to give you what I want to bet. So I have to go hit three or four spots, but I also want the best line. And so what I do is I use Don Best mm-hmm. to shop for the best line at, the, at a few spots and I go hit them simultaneously. Oh, okay. And so simultaneously, like you, you manually do this because I know there's. Yes, I manually do everything. <laughs> I knew the answer to that question, but I'm, 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 I'm a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, uh, the full dog is the manual maniac, right? He he does everything manually in terms of sports betting, and everyone that we know that that we've come across in our careers can't um, believe it. They, no, they cannot believe it that you do it manually because everyone uses an auto better. Oh, right? do you, you remember uh, when uh, that guy Tony didn't believe it, and he asked, he probably asked me for six months straight if I was using an auto better, and I'm like, dude, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I don't use one. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is, it is all manual. So the full dog literally goes site to site to site to site, and and man, oh man, I, I remember, you know, when I'm down with you in, in Costa Rica, or you're up here in, in Toronto with me, I can hear your keystrokes. Like your 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 keyboards take a pound, like boom, 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 bang, oh yeah, bang. And I apologize for banging in everyone's ear right now, but yeah, it's it's absolutely insane. And um, oh, if I'm lined up properly, I can hit 
probably 10 bucks in 30 seconds. <laughs> Think of how crazy that is. You know, I'd say, what, 92% of the population says, yeah, I sports bet. I, I bet at Bet365. <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile, you know, uh, the animal down in Costa Rica hits 10 books within 30 seconds. Um <laughs> Yeah, I, I can't wait till we're together next and I can throw some of this, uh, you know, potentially on TikTok or, or wherever we're going to host some, some footage because it is something to see. Honestly, I still get a kick out of it these days. And <laughs> I, I know, you know, I've been watching this stuff for a decade, but watching the full dog go is, is, is special. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm excited to, to throw that out there in, in, at some point in the future. Uh, what does your setup look like at home? Like how many screens you got going? Uh, right now, since I'm not in the house, I, I only got three, but normally when I work here in CR, it's a seven screen setup. Seven screens. Holy cow. Um, I yeah, know you, you put, you put a different book on each one. You got one for information you got another one for Don best. Okay. So. And then bang, 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 screen the screen. Boom, 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 boom. Screen the screen. It makes yeah. it that much easier to get down, right? When you're yeah. trying to bet, when you're trying to bet 10 books in 30 seconds, having multiple screens definitely helps. <laughs> Oh man, this is this is such hilarious info, and I know people are gonna freak out about it um, because here I am, like all giddy, and I I know how it happens, and I watch it go down. Um, but I know hearing all this stuff for the first time, I'm sure people are gonna be like blown away. Yeah, well, the re the reason you gotta hit these ten books in thirty seconds is that a lot of times my accounts get flagged, right? Yeah. So if I go and I hit one place and then I wait thirty seconds to play the next place, well, they're gonna the first place is gonna move their line, and people are gonna copy. Yep. And then the line will be different by then, and it screws up my bet. There you go. Yeah, that's uh, that's how it goes. Again, when you're playing this game for keeps, this this is the these are the kind of things that you you got to do, and it's 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 pretty insane <laughs> explaining it all. Um, so I guess my last question on the betting front is, uh, what is your favorite site? What is your favorite site to play on? User friendliness, maybe limits. I don't know. Bet three six five. Yeah. Yeah, they still, they're the biggest European book as far as offerings go. They take the biggest limit. They're the ones that I've run the biggest balances up over the years with. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. It's just, it's difficult. Um, I know we've squawked about it on the website. I know we've squawked about it in probably um, other episodes. Uh, it's it's tough to stay alive there, right? It's tough to keep those big limits and it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's tough it's, to stay uh, under the radar. That's the trick. That's the key. Staying under the radar. Um, yeah, I've, I've, I've lost. I've lost accounts there when I'm down, and I've also beaten them for more oh. than they want. One day, and they want to admit to. Dude, I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've. Uh, yeah, I, I remember. You know, some of the texts you sent me when you know we have we have a new account going, and like literally after three bets, done. Yeah. You get. The, you get. The, I'm not even up. I'm like I'm down. Yeah. I'm like. Yeah, I don't know what triggered it, but uh, yeah, as long as you can stay alive at BetUS, or sorry, BetUS, Bet365, um, it's it's a fun place to play, and uh, yeah, I I remember swinging back there in in the past, in the early days, when we first started getting going. I I was max betting their live betting. Yeah, and what's max bet? Their live, like three grand. I think it was three on totals, five on sides. That yeah, so, yeah, we mostly bet totals. So. I think that was maximum. Uh, I think that was maximum limits, and uh, they got chopped down as you, <laughs> I guess, were proven to uh, to rough them up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so moving along, like again, we can go back and forth about this. This won't be the first 
or this sorry this won't be the last episode of the full dog picking his brain stuff because we can go into so many different things we have a decade worth of stories and insights and so i have to do more of these amas <laughs> i think so i think I, they're Holy, interesting man what, what, I, did I, I, what did i volunteer for here <laughs> i could pump you with, i could pump you with questions all day long it's fascinating and uh and you're knowledgeable man you you really know what you're talking about so it's it's good because there's a lot this this sports betting industry is scummy man there's a lot of people out there that you know talk a big oh, game and and the, fucking toot their own horns yeah it's disgusting disgusting and i know for a fact you're someone who you know fucking conquers this um industry dominates this industry and uh you're just knowledgeable about it so it's a it's a great listen yeah it, it and, really until, and until you convince me to do this podcast i never talked about it exactly so again <laughs> this is part of the project we are unveiling we are pulling back the curtain we are sharing our experience with um <laughs> with our 12 followers there we no go. it's growing it's growing it's growing um Okay, so speaking of it's growing, we got two questions from the crowd. I, I, I put out a, a ask us anything or ask the full dog anything, and we got two legit questions um, that we'll go over now. There was a couple funny ones in there, too, thanks to those <laughs> people who submitted those. Um, first one is uh, straight bet in Canada. What does it change for us? Us. So, sorry. Let me let me rephrase it, it, that. It doesn't necessarily change anything. What it does is it just it adds more outs to our arsenal. Now you have a bunch of different provinces, each doing their own individual thing. I have to obviously figure out how to sign up to all these, but <laughs> once I can get an account in at each, well, now I got ten more places to do groceries. Exactly. So yeah, the the question, um, in case anyone wasn't following there. Um, Recently in Canada, they legalized the straight bet, so that means you can bet on one single event as opposed to yeah, having you, to make you, know, a you no longer have to make those uh, three-team mise-au-jeu parlors. Yeah, with terrible odds. Yeah, disgusting. Um, now you can make straight bets, and so the question was, what does it do for us? And like the full dog just said, it gives us more grocery stores to shop at. So if you're comparing it to, I don't know, steaks, you want. You know the highest quality steak you want, but you want steak at the best price. So you're going to shop at every single grocery store for the best price of steak because at the end of the year, when you add up all your bills, you want to obviously save as much as you can. So that there's yep. no difference when uh, when you're talking about sports betting. We're always shopping for the best numbers. So this helps us. This helps us by giving us more grocery stores to shop at. There you go. Yeah, I can't wait till they when it's not just provincial run lotteries anymore and stuff. At some point, they're going to open up to operators, and we're going to be able to go play in casinos and on street corners. It's, it's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that that's that's super exciting. The more the more people involved, the more again the more shops that we can shop at, um, the better it is for us, big time, big time. Um, okay, uh, another question is <laughs> this one. This one's a good one. What makes us us period and our podcast different from? everyone else out there because there is a lot of sports betting content out there there's a lot of sports podcasts there's a lot of sports betting podcasts um what makes us different well i can probably say i can't say it with certainty but i could imagine there isn't somebody that has been on both sides of the field right and I'll, I'll, I've, I'll, I've done bookmaking i've done betting so have you yeah 
And so that's the thing. We've been going at this betting thing for over a decade. Um, this is legit, folks. Like, we actually no, more than this. a decade. Dude, we, 18 years now. Yeah, no, no, I'm just talking the betting aspect, like oh, Banfield, okay. right? So, you know, this this is legit. Like, we literally do this for a living. Yeah. <laughs> we bet, is, always I, betting. We I, live liter- in, I live and breathe it. That's yes, it. We, we literally do this for a living, and I, I just, I don't think there's too many people out there that do that, that bet for a living. It, it, it's unheard of. And to go on top of that, yes, like the full dog related to, um, our experience as bookmakers that's that's what started all this right we we started on the opposite side of the industry where we were booking bets and we were figuring out like these different bets and we we watched sharp players play and you know it taught us so much and we were dealing with a lot of really smart people in this domain like you know you think of you know some of the quick names that come to mind like the uncle leos of the world the wickeds of the world like these, these guys are geniuses in this realm Right. Yep. And it's just such a unique industry um, that uh, you know doesn't really get any recognition because there's a lot of there's a lot of bullshit around, right? There's a lot of people that you know say they're good at this or you know follow my five star plays and all that garbage. Ninety nine percent of those are useless. It, disgusting. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, I don't know too many people, and if you guys do, if if anyone listening to this knows people that does this for a living. Um, Put us and in touch have, with and have a podcast? Yeah, let me well, give yeah. me a podcast to listen to. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know Spanky does one, and uh, <coughs> oh, okay. Yeah, we have we have we have stories about him from our days at BetUS. But um, yeah, you know what I mean. If there's people out there that that do this for a living, legit, um, you know, put us in touch with them because you know maybe they can teach us something and we can touch, teach them something and be perfect. So okay, well that concludes that section. Um, now we're going to go into the conclusion fuller and the uh, way we conclude with all our episodes is talking about this Thursday night game tomorrow night the Carolina Panthers at the Houston Texans Carolina the, the, the beat up Texans um the, yes yes i just <laughs> I no, brought Ty, up the, no no Tyrod Taylor I'm, i brought up the stats i didn't even know who who is Davis Mills i don't even know this guy he played last week. Yeah, I know. I know. He's the starting quarterback. He is one percent actually my fantasy. He's one of my picks. Oh yeah, for, uh, for tomorrow. Yeah, actually, I don't know how many people are going to be able to find this drop. It's actually hard to find, but okay. Um, Shoot, Mills over thirty and a half pass attempts. Oh, okay. He should be losing, and he should be throwing the whole game. I don't know how many he's going to complete, but he should attempt at least thirty-one. Okay, and, and that, that makes a ton of sense because Carolina is eight-point favorites. Uh, the total is 43.5. And, a half. and um, the full dog is, is hot with these props that he gives on our podcast, right? Week yeah, one, one, and one, one and one last week. Yeah, and, and just, like, I think he missed it by, like, three yards, the Logan yeah. Thomas one. He went over in receptions. He got five. He landed, landed 45. And landed 45, so one and one. So, yeah, again, we're, we're not touts and we're not advising anyone – uh, on anything uh, in betting, but to, just to have some fun, we're gonna we're gonna put the screws to the full dog and make them make a pick every every podcast. So this week's uh, prop pick is Davis Mills going over thirty and a half. Thirty and a half pass attempts. Pass attempts. Okay, cool. So we'll we'll keep our eyes on that, and uh, and I actually I have one for you now. Oh really? Um, starting this week, we are starting a new project in Toronto. <laughs> 
You no longer work there at the <laughs> OLG, correct? I uh, yes. For anyone uh, that was curious, um, I left my job at Proline, and uh, they gave me my last pay. Um, what six days ago or something like that? So I am officially perfect. a free agent. I am perfect. <laughs> we've been. Uh, let me elaborate a little bit. Um, we've been talking about this for years. So licking a, my chops for years. Yes. Yes. As, as an OLG employee, I was not allowed to play the product for obvious reasons, right? Oh um, well, yeah, that'd be pretty silly. Com- com- <laughs> they used to be, able to, dude. They used to. When I first got there, um, so I got there in two thousand eight. I think the rule came in just after I was hired. Okay. Uh, but yeah, they the, the, even the sports guys, they were allowed to play their own product. And then <laughs> obviously um, anyone that follows the news about OLG, there's, uh, there was a massive, massive conspiracy with um, insider winners, uh, <laughs> a statistically impossible number of stat- inside winners. And uh, yeah, they put in a rule that basically it's a conflict of interest and employees cannot play the product. Oh, absolutely it is. Um, so for, yeah, for the duration of my career at the OLG, I was not allowed to play the product. And as of last week, I am officially now allowed to play the product. And as a, uh, Again, as I said, perfect. Yeah. Which, mean, which means that this week I finally get to do what I planned. Like, I think I planned this like three years ago and I haven't been able to do it. So... We are going to start a project that I call Static. Static? Or, yeah. yeah, okay, Static. All right. Project Static. Yeah. So and, basically so. what this means is that the OLG, they put out a, li- a list of games every week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they put up all the NFL games on, let's say, a Wednesday. And they can't move them. Yeah. So well, by Friday, all these things have moved. Yeah. They, they have a few shots at them. You know, just uh, it's it's not like the olden days where they would put it out at the beginning of the week and they can't move them. But yes, they have no control. It's actually the same. It's the same thing as me as a If you were in Montreal right now, we'd be picking on them. Exactly. Yeah. But you're not. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah. So for for years upon years, the full dog has been in my ear saying, "Oh my God, I cannot wait till you leave this place. We are picking up the static slash stale uh, lines." Um, and throwing them into parlay, you can only make parlays, which is fine. Um, but yeah, so we've been talking about it for years. So I guess I guess we're doing it now. I'm going. I'm going to be doing some betting. <laughs> I got to I got to test the system and see if it works. So. <laughs> that too, and also I am now eligible to um, sign up online. So oh yeah. I know, I know the reviews have been absolutely goddamn awful. <laughs> of I looked new... I looked at it and it's pre- yeah. it's pretty bad. Yeah, I, I I've heard it is not user friendly at all. But, um, yeah, I, I'm going to get going there, and uh, it'll be funny. It'll be funny being on the opposite side of it uh, for the first time in 13-plus years. So, uh, yes, okay, Project Static is, uh, is going to get going this week. That is my to-do list, and uh, we'll see. That, that's going to be great for content. Dude, it's literally... Oh, I'm, I'm giving you the perfect content for every platform yes yes because they have a rule for anyone that's unfamiliar with this uh they have a rule that you can only play 100 bucks per store that's that's the maximum so uh to get down anything bigger than that you literally got to go convenience store to convenience store to gas station to gas station etc etc so um again we've been spitballing about this for years 
and now it's I guess gonna come to fruition and you guys will be able to follow along with me as I <laughs> walk the city of Toronto and uh, walk, walk the city of Toronto and, and pick up the games like last I think last week I saw a good one would have been uh, if you would have been able to grab Vegas against Pittsburgh Okay, yeah, uh, Raiders and the, Steelers. Yeah. yeah, Pittsburgh was a five and a half, and they they held seven. They've held seven hard yeah, last week. Oh my god, the amount of value that's there that is uh, that is crazy. So yes, all right, we're doing it. We're doing our always betting thing, and uh, this this is going to be fun. <laughs> so this is going this is going to embarrass them, but whatever. Yeah, well, whatever. It's uh, <laughs> that, uh, it's going to embarrass them, or it's going to embarrass us. One of the yeah, two. exactly. We'll see, right? It's uh, always betting. It's a gamble. <laughs> All right, dude, we made it. Uh, 57 minutes. Uh, we got to keep it under an hour. We said uh, we didn't want to take anyone. We didn't want to push it over that hour mark. That's way too long. Actually, I got to edit out uh, the beginning aspect where I was echoing like a maniac. So uh, it'll be less than that. But uh, we did it. We're through it. Four, right. four episodes in, and uh, we continue it next week. So. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, I hope you enjoyed uh, picking the full dog's mind a little bit. And like I said earlier, it won't be the last time. So we'll, we'll keep at uh, this big dog and, and extract all the wonderful knowledge that's between his ears. So for Pisky and for the full dog, thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you all next week. <laughs>